0: I want to really talk about how to be led by the Spirit. We've kind of been talking about this already. We focused last week on how do you actually hear from God? You know, if you're going to be led by the Spirit, you, you obviously got to be able to hear His voice. And so we were sharing on that last week. If you have not listened to that message, I encourage you to go back and check it out. And so we, we're really emphasizing the role of the Holy Spirit. You see, guys, we're we're talking about depending on God in all things and and we've been sharing with you that the only way that you can really do that is by depending on the Holy Spirit. Depending on God in this new covenant has always been intended to be a depending on the leading and the guidance of the Holy Spirit. And what I really want you to see, guys, is that this Christian life was never supposed to be a life where you live like you're kind of under the law of Moses. In other words, you're, you're, you're trying to follow some kind of set of rules. This is not what this is about. No, Uh, the Christian life has always been intended to be the Spirit-led life. You see, the reason that we are not under the Law of Moses, guys, is because we are to be led by the Holy Spirit. Because you want to understand that if you are in Christ, you see, you're, it's, you're, you're not serving a God, you're not fellowshipping with a God who is far off. You want to understand, child of God, that He is right where you are. You see, if you are born again, He's not only with you. Glory to God, He is in you. He is your constant companion. He is your best friend. He is your unseen partner. And so, what this means, guys, is that as we go through certain trials and tribulations in this life, as we face certain challenges in this life, well, what's going to be, what sets you apart from everybody else is that you have this companion that's with you. Glory to God. You see, You've got somebody with you who is unseen, but he's a real person, guys. I want you to understand he is as real as the very device that you are watching this message on or that you are listening uh, to this message on. And so he's your constant companion. You see, the Holy Spirit is there to guide you in this life. The Holy Spirit is, is there to direct you in this life. The Holy Spirit is there to help you to understand even the Word of God, even the, you know, the, the the gospel of grace, to understand the magnitude of of the grace of God. And so, you have this unseen partner, and so you want to really begin to live in a way where you are remembering to depend on Him every single day. Look at what he says here. In the book of Galatians, chapter 5, verse 18, I'm going to be reading a lot of these verses out of the New Living Translation. He says in verse 18, But when you are directed by the Spirit, you are not under obligation to the law of Moses. Now, guys, this is a big deal. What I'm going to share with you, uh, in this weekend, also in our Sunday sermon, where I'm going to be talking about the pattern of the law versus the pattern of grace. You see, a lot of believers understand and they say, well, Alex, of course, I know we're not under the law of Moses. You know, that was old covenant. Yeah, that's the old testament, right? But you see, what, what, what's, what's way more subtle than you realizing that is, is, is the pattern of the law. You see, the pattern of the law is that you got to do in order to to get god to do the pattern of the law is going to put the focus on you it's going to put the focus on on really the the, the self your yourself the flesh you see, and that's the issue. Whereas the, the the pattern of grace is always going to begin with what Jesus, guys, has already accomplished for us on that cross. And so the pattern of grace is supply, supply, supply. You see, the law was demand, demand, demand. You had to do to try to get God to do. Yet the pattern of grace is supply, supply, supply. And the way that God supplies our needs in this covenant of grace is by means of the Holy Spirit. It is by means of the Spirit of grace who is dwelling on the inside of you. You see, you want to understand that the Law of Moses, guys, was always directed at people who did not have the the the, the recreated nature of God on the inside of them. You see, the Law of Moses, the Bible says, was for the unsaved person. And so you being in Christ, you have a brand new nature the nature of God on the inside of you, thats you have His recreated nature in your born-again spirit. And so, God, glory be to God! You see, this is how awesome this really is, guys, is uh, that when Jesus died on that cross 2,000 years ago, man, when He rose again, what happened is uh, that He actually changed forever how God would deal with humanity. You see, now, because what Jesus has done, glory to God, what God can do is everybody who releases their faith in Jesus, God now can legally and justly and righteously impart His nature into your born-again spirit. You see, because Jesus dealt with your sins, the sin issue is is taken care of. Glory to God. God can now impart His own nature into you. And so, child of God, you have the nature of God on the inside of you if you are born again by means of the Holy Spirit. He lives on the inside of you. And so, what this means is that the Law of Moses required people to provide Perform. The law of Moses required people to perform, yet this covenant of grace, guys, requires us to believe. In other words, there's one thing that you are called to do as a born-again believer, and what is it, guys? We looked at the scripture before. in in John's Gospel, where they asked Jesus, they said, we want to work the works of God as well. What should we do? What did Jesus say, guys? You remember what he said? He said, this is the work that you're called to do. It is uh, to uh, believe. You see, when you believe, what happens is the Holy Spirit can work on the inside of you. The Holy Spirit uh, can now begin to make the Word of God real to you. He's going to make who you are in Christ real to you, and he's going to enable you, glory to God, uh, to live in this world in a way where you're not just relying on your carnal uh, understanding or intellect. No, you are relying on the presence, the power, and the activity of God who is with you, who is in you, and who wants to flow out through you. Are you guys tracking with me so far? Amen. Now, look at this uh, here in Philippians chapter... Philippians chapter uh, 2, verse 13, also in the New Living Translation, because people say, well, Alex, um, you know, if we're not under the law of Moses, well, then how, uh, you know, people are just going to live any kind of way they want, you know, that old thing that people would say, hold on, guys, this new covenant is so awesome. You see, because the Holy Spirit has taken the place of the Law of Moses in the born-again believer, what happens as a result is that you've got the Holy Ghost working on the inside of you when you believe, child of God, when you release your faith in Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And what this means is you believe that Jesus made you righteous. You see, you believe that Jesus Christ is enough in order for you uh, to be the righteousness of God in Christ. Because you believe in Jesus, God sees you now as righteous in Christ. Now, look what happens when you believe that. Philippians chapter 2, verse 13. This is what he says, guys. He says, for God is working in you. Stop right there child of god a grace world online family i want you to say out loud right now god is working in me type it in into the chat guys god is working in me god is working in me god is working in me if you're with someone look at them and say god's working in you and guys what is he doing he says he's giving us a the desire glory to god and the power to do what pleases him guys this is awesome You see, people under the law of Moses were struggling to try to live right, but here's the here's the awesomeness of our God. You see, when you practice your fellowship with the Holy Spirit, when you are living in a way where you are becoming aware of the fact that He's with you and He's working in you, well, what He's doing as a result of you believing His Word, as a result of you fellowshipping with Him, He's giving you now uh, the desire to do what pleases Him. You see, guys, a set of rules is, is just not going to do it. You know, uh, I mean, no, guys, if, if, if you don't have the desire to do something, man, it, you know, it's, it, sooner or later, you're just not going to do it. Uh, you know, you can try to force people. Uh, you know, you can try to have regulations to try to get people to do the right thing. People are sometimes all about... Well, Alex, you know it's it's we got to have more laws. You know, talking about the stuff that's going on in the world, more regulations. But we'll hold on, guys. There's a place for all of that. But I submit to you, what's going to change a person's nature is not more laws. It's not more regulations. It's not thou shalt not do this. No, what it is is heart transformation. Glory to God. You see, what's going to change a person's nature is heart transformation, and that's what the Holy Spirit is doing. He says he's giving you the desire. And not only the desire, guys, but he's giving you the power to do what pleases him. Glory be to God and so what that means is a uh, child of God that maybe right now you're watching me and if you're honest with me you don't always feel like getting into the word you know right now uh, if you're if you're watching me you might be honest and you might say well Alex you know I've got a lot of desires uh, that are kind of contrary to what I think God wants me to do well what I'm here to tell you uh, tonight guys is fellowship with the Holy Spirit let him work on the inside of you and receive this word of grace and what happens is the more time that you spend with him he's going to rearrange the furniture in your heart Glory Glory be to God. And what happens is he's going to take away those old desires and he's going to give you a new set of desires. All of a sudden, guys, what happens is you're going to realize that you don't want to do those things that you used to want to do. You know, some of you, you're like, you know, it's Friday night, man, let's go party. You know, it's like, uh, you know, let's go to the party, you know, that kind of thing. (laughs) Uh, Guys, you know, yeah, you know, I I don't know where that came from, but yeah, you know, uh, it's it's like a party kind of thing, you know, but, you know, kind of let's get wasted and that kind of stuff. Well, here's what happens, child of God when you understand that god accepts you no matter what he's not dealing with you based on your performance but here's what happens lord when when you spend time with him you know when you fellowship with him and and you allow him to work on the inside of you man and it's really lord give me the correct utterance here it's it's sometimes hard to really articulate this because what happens is there's a change that happens on the inside, guys, that you can't always explain. I, I can bear witness of this in my own life, that I used to have desires that were very different from what God was wanting me to do, but the more time that I spend with Him, the more what happens is He, he changes my desires, guys. You know, he changes your want-tos and and here's too, what happens is the stuff that you used to do all of a sudden it just doesn't give you, you know, the the joy anymore. It is you know, you just kinda of don't feel right about this anymore. You're like, man you know, I used to always get wasted, and now you're like, man, it just kind of doesn't feel right. You know, it just kind of feels like, uh, I don't know, it feels kind of empty, you know? And 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 all of a sudden, you realize, man, I, I have a desire to just spend more, be, be more, uh, to be at church. I want to be around believers. I want to be in an environment where we can focus on the things of God. Well, guys... That is not, thank you, Lord, this is how awesome this is, that is not you suddenly becoming a a good person, so to speak. No, that is the the nature of God, the Spirit of God, the Spirit of grace working on the inside of you, transforming you from the inside out. You see, this is how this works, guys. This is how this Christian life has always been intended to work. You see, God always knew that it's not going to be a set of rules and regulations that's going to you know, get us to to change. Uh, Guys, I want you to understand there's no transformative value in the Law of Moses. The Law of Moses was kind of like a mirror. The Law of Moses was given simply to show us what was wrong with us. The Law of Moses was given to show us the areas in our lives where we miss it. And the Law of Moses was given, the Bible says, to ultimately point us to Jesus, to show us our need for a Savior. Now that we're in the covenant of grace, we're no longer under the law of Moses, because the Spirit has taken the place of the law. And so guys, now check this out. Listen to me very closely, guys. So the way that fruit will show up in this Christian life, the way that you're going to see transformation, and the way that we're going to see the promises of God coming to pass in our lives guys is by us living in a way where we are depending on the leading and the guidance of the holy spirit who is working on the inside of us look at saint john chapter 6 verse 63 in the new living translation and and also in the amplified bible uh, saint john chapter 6 verse 63 because we were just sharing on this on the, on the weekend as well, guys, is we always want to throw in our works. But what you're going to keep hearing from me, guys, what you're going to keep hearing as you're tuning into our messages is, is it's not about what we can do. It's not about our self effort. It is not about our performance. It is, it is, thank you, Lord. It's about an authentic fellowship with the Holy Spirit child of god it's about you fellowshipping with the holy spirit look what jesus says here this is jesus speaking in saint john chapter 6 verse 63 in the nlt he says the spirit alone gives eternal life now watch this human effort accomplishes nothing that's pretty clear isn't it he says human effort accomplishes nothing And he says, the very words that I have spoken to you, they are spirit and they are life. And so, his word, he says, is spirit and is life. And so, someone says, well, Alex, how do I be led by the Holy Spirit? And here's how you do it, friend. You do it through his word. That's one way you do it. You get into his word. You see what happens, I shared with you on this last week, that when you get into the word of God, what you're doing is you're kind of attuning your mind to the correct channel, you see. You're tuning into the Grace Channel. (laughs) Amen. And, 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 and you're, 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 you're becoming receptive to the broadcast that's going on, which is the leading of the Holy Spirit. But here's the deal. Jesus says human effort accomplishes nothing. And so, glory be to God. In many ways, what happens when you are relying on your self-effort and performance, the stuff you can do in the natural, you're kind of shutting, uh, you're kind of cutting short uh, the work, the work of the Spirit. You see, human effort accomplishes nothing. Now, now here's what, what, what we uh, want to realize here, guys, is, as we were sharing with you again also on Sunday, the Bible says, as you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, so walk in Him. The way that you began your Christian life, that's how you are to walk your Christian life. Now, how did you begin your Christian life, guys? Was it through your self-effort? No. Amen. It was you believing in Jesus. It was you releasing your faith, and that's how you got born again. Now, a couple of things I want you to realize. You want to realize you have no role to play in you getting born again. Now, in the same way, you got to live your life as a believer, We are not suddenly defaulting back on what you can do. But no, you see, what you're doing is you're now continuing to trust the Spirit of grace who's working on the inside of you. And what we're going to see here as we get further into this is that it's the Holy Spirit who is glory to God. This is how important the Holy Spirit is, guys. He's he's the administrator of this covenant of grace because the Holy Spirit is the one who actually imparts your new life as a born-again believer. When you get born again, we're going to get into this over the course of the series, probably not going to get to it tonight, probably next week. We're going to see that the Holy Spirit is the one who uh, really imparts your, your new nature. Now, in the same way, you now, you, know, you now live in dependence on the Holy Spirit. Look at it in the Amplified translation, this verse. He says in the Amplified, It is the Spirit who gives life. He is the life giver. Guys, this is huge. He's the life giver. And so what does this mean? It's the Holy Spirit who imparts your new nature. When you get born again, the Bible says you are born of the Spirit. And it is, it is glory to God. It is really him taking up residence on the inside of you. And as he does that, he simultaneously, he recreates your spirit and so you now have a new nature. This is why you have the desire to please him. This is why all of a sudden you have this desire to just, you know, please God. I remember when this happened to me, guys, when I first got born again back in 2008. You know, I never grew up in church and and, and never knew anything really about about Jesus. But then I got born again, and all of a sudden, guys, I started to have this desire for the Word of God. I mean, I remember, you know, there was so much I did not understand, glory to God. (laughs) You know, one thing is the Lord has now kind of given me this assignment to really bring understanding and teach His Word with simplicity and understanding. And I think one of the reasons is because I did not understand anything, guys. (laughs) I, I, I didn't really know so much I didn't know back then but what I did know is that I believed in Jesus and you know what guys that is enough for a person to get saved that is enough for God to impart his nature in your spirit and what happened was even though there was so much I didn't understand I just had a hunger for the word of God <laughs> I remember I would I w- you know the first Bible that somebody gifted me and I would just read it and I would just kind of you know um uh, you know, mark certain things and mark certain scriptures and things like that. And and all of a sudden, I just had this desire. And guys, back then, I knew that God was calling me into the ministry. Uh, Fifteen years have gone by. It has been a crazy journey. But man, my testimony, I'm going to share it at some point. God has been with me every step along the way. Uh, but He's already, back then, He already had given me that desire. And what's crazy is I had never had any kind of desire for ministry like that, guys, it just, it came as a result of God imparting his His life into me. And he says, "Is the spirit who gives life. He's the life giver. Watch this. The flesh conveys no benefit whatsoever. <laughs> I love that. There's no benefit in the flesh, guys. There's no benefit in what you can do in your human might or effort. He says, there's no profit in it. And he says, the words, the truths that I have been speaking to you, they are spirit and they are life. Praise God. Now, Jesus, guys, makes a very strong statement here, saying that human effort accomplishes nothing in our lives as believers. Now, again, someone says, well, Alex, you know, I I do a lot of things and I I did them through my own effort. Uh, and, And maybe you've even created some success for yourself. Friend, that's fair enough. But what he's saying is that human effort, there's certain things you can do through human effort when it comes to the temporal stuff, the the, the carnal stuff, the stuff of the world. But if you want to see the fruits of the Spirit in your life, if you want to really live this awesome life that God wants you to live, guys, if if, if you, uh, glory to God, want to see the awesomeness that God wants you to walk in, I submit to you it's not going to happen through your human effort it's going to happen through your fellowship with the holy spirit and so human effort here is being contrasted with the work of the holy spirit who's the giver of life you see the law relied on human effort it was it was forced on the flesh God gave the law to show us that human effort doesn't work, and so the law has no transformative value, and the law could never impart eternal life. And so, the Holy Spirit imparts the life of God. Look at Titus chapter 3, verse 4. Titus chapter 3, verse 4. I want you to see, guys, that the Holy Spirit, you know, this is awesome. He's not like an afterthought, or, you know, it's not like, man, you just focus on Jesus and you never really have to talk about the Holy Spirit, I want you guys to see that the Holy Spirit is crucial. Look what he says here. He says in Titus chapter 3 verse 4 NLT, but when God our Savior revealed his kindness and his love, how many guys are glad about for, for the kindness, grateful for the kindness and the love of God, amen? Verse 5, he says he saved us not because of the righteous thing we had done, but because of His mercy, glory to God. Now watch watch this, I I want you to see this part. He says, He washed away our sins, giving us a new birth, and watch this now, and He gave us new life, how guys? Through the Holy Spirit. Child of God, the Holy Spirit imparts the life of God into your recreated spirit. The Holy Spirit is the one who initiates your new birth, when you got born again. He says in verse 6, He generously poured out the Spirit upon us through Jesus Christ, our Savior,